Welcome to the Just Do It podcast, hosted by Ann Duffy. Dental Entrepreneur Women is here to dive deep and share stories with the mission to inspire, highlight, empower, and connect all women in dentistry. Hi, Allison. Oh, good. I can hear you. How are you doing? So good. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Where do you live? I live in Bermuda. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. Did, now, were you born there? No, I actually got um, headhunted from my dental assisting school by a dentist here. That's right. That's yeah. Right. Back to me. That was from your jumpstart introduction, I think. Yeah. yeah. And um, I moved here when I was 19 <clears throat> by myself to work as a dental assistant and worked in the practice for 10 years, became the office manager and now run my own consulting business. That's fantastic. It's your, and you're so young. I mean, you're the youngest consultant out there that I know of almost. I mean, you know, how long have you been consulting now? So you just went through what, 30 when you started, 29 when you started consulting? Yeah, I was 29. Um, and so it's been two years. Okay. That's so neat. I love that age. It's such a great age. And there's so many young, like, you know, I think of Manal and there's just so many amazing young females in dentistry at that age that are just getting, you know, lifting off their careers. And that's, that's what I love about do is that we're here to support you and bring you all together. And, and then Vanessa is wonderful. Also, she connects, she's a big connector. So we have the same kind of heart. So it's, oh wonderful. my gosh. Yes. I've been like, I've been looking forward to meeting you. Like, I feel like I already know you because I like oh. love what do is, and I've been following you guys for a long time. So I was so excited to actually get to connect like in virtual. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I love it too. I'm so happy to, to meet you. I loved what you did at, at Jumpstart. I thought you did a great job of pivoting. That wasn't easy. And you were, you were very smooth and you were very calm and very cute and fun and authentic. You know, I was rooting for you so much because you were kind of a new face to me. We'd not met, mm -hmm. but I was so impressed with your poise. So, you know, mm -hmm. you've definitely got something special and I can't wait to watch your career. I appreciate that. That was, that was my first, um, like live presentation. I kind of like grew up with the pandemic happening and I did a lot of virtual workshops. I did the Seattle study club virtual. I did the ortho summit virtual. And then that was my first like on stage, um, virtual and in person. So yeah. well, congratulations because whatever you're doing, um, are you your own PR person? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're, you're doing a great job. You're doing a great job. And again, we, we need your energy and all of that. And so you, you've got to get in the dues. We just, I was on the call just before this one with my um, social media, uh, Nikki Ma Mackey. I don't know if you know Nikki Mackey, but she did all of AOS. She's just fabulous. And then Bhakti. And so Bhakti's a, a you know, we just came up with another lexicon. We're just delicious. <laughs> so we just have more fun with the do you know, every time we turn around, we're saying, and you'll, you'll recognize it when you, when, you know, you, as a do, you just use that word so often. And it just epitomizes, you know, dental entrepreneur women and the power and the love that we have for each other. So, you know, it's just, I love that. It's, it's just wonderful. I it's just wonderful. love that. So what's your next gig? Are you coming to the States for anything big or you could, what's happening? I'm coming to Dentistry's Got Talent in Miami in April. And then I have a kind of I'm not allowed to talk about it yet but like a really exciting workshop this summer that I'm helping like co-create so I'm working on that as well and then I've reached out to Dental Intel and I've asked to speak with them and then um, I've got a it's like a, dig a digital dental marketplace I'm speaking at in September with Gargle so got a couple of things lined up that's wonderful that's wonderful now are you what's your what's your family like your family life like in Bermuda 
So I'm, I have a fiance um, and we have a dog and he also is very like, entrepreneurial spirited and we like just renovated a house we moved into. So we're just kind of like building our careers, building our lives right now. That's wonderful. Congratulations. Did you meet him in Bermuda? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's great. Good for you. And you've got a little puppy. So you've got a four-legged child. Mm-hmm. That's, that's awesome. And two entrepreneurs, my husband's an entrepreneur as well. So um, oh, wow. yeah, late bloomers. I mean, he started his company. Um, well, we moved about my story is we moved like 10 times before we landed in Charlotte, North Carolina. So, you know, we met in college and got married a year after graduation and he, he was with the chemical industry. So we just started, you know, getting moving around all over the country. And it was really fun with three kids in tow and uh, landed in Charlotte. And then I tell people this, I was, I was 42 when I started my first entrepreneurial journey. And, and then because he came home and uh, from the office and he said he was going to quit his job and start his own business. That's amazing. Yeah. It was fun. I said, Oh yeah, great. We'll be millionaires. I'm so excited. You're so smart. And it was like, that's how I got so into it. Honestly, Allison, it was like, we were just sucking wind about a year and a half in. I'm like, Oh shoot, I got to make more money. So that's, that's really our journey. So his office is we're a home office. I have virtual, I went, I just took Manal's virtual thing the other day. And um, vir- this is my virtual uh, background, but his office is down the hall and uh, we both work out of the house and we just have the best time. I'm telling you, we, I marvel at how lucky we have been raising the kids and, and just being able to do whatever we wanted and just be able, like our son played basketball at Vanderbilt. We got to go to all the games. We would take two weeks and go up there and rent an Airbnb and work from there. I mean, you can do anything you want when you're your own boss. I mean, you know, obviously it's the ups and downs of some years are great. Some years are like, holy, holy camoles. And we look back on it now and we're never going to probably retire. We love it. We love what we do. Yeah. And we get to work when, with ever with whom we want, whenever we want. And that's exactly it. Like that's when my um, fiance and I kind of like, at, like as a coach, I'm so intentional. I'm like, we need to reverse engineer our lives. Like, what do we want and how do we get there? And like, we're both very big travelers. We love to surf. Like, I love to horseback ride. So we're like, we want to be able to travel anywhere in the world and go and like live that adventurous lifestyle, but still be able to serve the people that we want to be working with. But like, especially for me as like a motivated and determined woman, I want to be able to, when I have kids, like align my life around them rather than have to put my kids through like the working requirements. I was like, that just doesn't make sense. I want to be able to set this up so that I can have the time that I want and be in the places that are the most important to me when I want to. Yeah. And that is so key. I mean, especially, you know, in dentistry, because, you know, you have to be at the office at, and you have patients scheduled. So there's no there's not a lot of, there's no wiggle room, especially assisting or, or office managing. I mean, there, you just cannot yeah. not show. Exactly. And, um, and it's, was, it's so funny, Allison, because I did work. Once I, I took the two-day board at, at UNC, thank you very much. After practicing 20 years here um, back in the day, I worked two days a week. So I, I always worked Tuesday and Thursday at the dental office so that if somebody got sick, I could take care of them on Wednesday. And my head, Tom traveled all the time anyway with his, you know, stuff. And um, I think the kids think, and then I had OxyFresh. I, I was, that was a network marketing company with toothpaste and mouth rinse. That's how I got my chops. But I do think the kids thought I was a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> I mean, I really do. They don't really think of me as like working, even though I had like three jobs and I was doing them at all at the same time. But I, was, I, I could always be there for them. 
I, I've rarely missed anything and they grow up and, and then you set that example for them. Like Tom and I are, are I don't take any credit and I take no blame. Okay. So that's when you raise your kids. That's, but I also am glad that they're all doing something they love, mm -hmm. they're really good at, and they're getting paid. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a testament to Tom and me, you know, taking that, that step and being brave about it and just, you know, we're going to get through it together. But as a couple, we always say, don't get off your knees because, <laughs> you know, it just some days are, are like all of Tom's stuff comes in from China right now. So that's, that's yeah. been fun, but you know, I, that's a good life. That's a good life. Do you have plan? Do you have a wedding date? So we did, it was actually going to be next week <laughs> this year <laughs> and we canceled it because we just, our goal, like we're, we're huge travelers and we, like my family all lives in Canada. I have a big family and our goal was like to have 50 people, amazing location, have a week of adventure with them. So like bring them into our adventurous yeah. lifestyle and with like everything that's going on, my fiance's parents are a little bit older and they're not comfortable traveling yet. We're like, we're super patient because we want this to be like what we want it. And that is just to have everyone together in one place and have like a week of celebration. Yeah. Um, so we're going to, we're happy. Yeah. That's great. And see uh, what's going on. So good for yeah. you. Well, our, our son who is in LA is coming. Um, he and his fiance are, are getting married in our backyard, April 24th. So this, and Mike's 40, Mike turned 40. Wow. So is this, you know, first mayor, first everything, you know, and, and so they're having this wedding, but I mean, it's, it's, I don't know how it's going to turn out. I just told Carla last night, I said, honey, it's no matter who shows up, it's going to be perfect. We're going to have the best yeah. wedding ever. We've never had a party at our house. It wasn't a blast. Don't That's worry about it. If it rains, it'll be fine. Whatever. We're going to just have a ball. So That's so exciting. Uh, yeah, but they but they they are a little bit more of a hurry because mm -hmm. of their age and I know they want to start a family. So, yeah. Yeah. So That makes sense. Yeah, we're my fiance and I are both like very focused on our careers right now to kind of like let's set up our life how we want it to set up, like set up our investments, set up our strategies and then from there, we can, we can have more time and relax. My mom was a stay-at-home mom and I like, my parents were very poor. Like we grew up super poor. And so like, I got to have the benefit of having her there, but then we also had the stress of just not having money. And then my dad grew, um, started a business when I was like in high school and now they're like doing so well and they're so happy. And like, it's just like a whole like success story that we got to watch as kids. And so all of my brothers and I are very entrepreneurial spirited. And my dad was always like, my biggest advice to you is like, do it sooner. So yes, that really propelled me when I was in my practice as a manager. And I was like, you know what? Now's the time. Let's do it. So Good for you, that is what, what kind of business is your dad in? He's in agronomy. So he like is like essentially a consultant for farmers in, okay. in Canada. And so he manages like hundreds of thousands of acres of grain, canola, like kind of like the wheat belt of Canada. How cool is that? That is so neat. I love that. And you have brothers too, huh? How many brothers? Three brothers. And are you the only girl? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's so neat. I have three brothers. I have a little sister. She was the, at the bottom of the, of the list of us five, but yeah, I have three brothers. So I know I love that. I always tease that my brothers will be, you know, like my face is everywhere. And they're like, we're not surprised. And, you know, I'm the bossy, I was a bossy big sister, you know, so was I. my older brother, but I was the bossy big sister. So yeah. Yeah. I was always in trouble because like, as soon as something happened, they're like Allison, because they, I was the ringleader 
all the time. Like they just knew. I'm like, how do you know it was me? They're like, it's always you. You're always one that has the ideas. So yeah, and I used to laugh because I used to beat up my brothers. You know, if anybody, this is my big brother, so I would go beat him up. I would, but I mean, I would, you know, get punched probably. But I mean, back in the day, it's like you can't pick on my brother. Yeah, exactly. It's funny, like how it transitions, like because I was the second oldest, so I had one older brother. Yep. Like how I used to like beat up my brothers, and like they were just like annoying. But then as I got into high school, like if any like guy or anything happened, they would like push him into the locker. Like don't mess with my sister. And now they're all way bigger than me. And like, it's so tall. And I feel like I'm the little sister. Oh my God. They must be tall. You're tall. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And my brothers are like six foot something. Yeah. Yeah. We have our, our family is like the land of the giants. Like the kid, the the kids are, you know, and I'm five, nine. So and my husband, I, or I thought you were about five, nine. Yeah. So wait till you have, so we have Joey's six, eight, Mike's six, five and Kate's five, 11. So oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we had boy, girl, boy. Yeah. So they're tall. So they walk in a room. <laughs> I'm the short one. Right. And it's like, Oh, here they come. So it's fun. It's fun That's to amazing. be surrounded by that. So you, you, how many, do you have a tons of clients and it's on a monthly basis? Are they all over the place, Allison? Yeah. So I have, I kind of have like multiple um, elements of my business where I have like my digital marketing agency where I do Instagram coaching, training, take over Instagram pages. And then I have my um, dental coaching and then I have my like high performance coaching. So I have kind of different arms and my clients are in Bermuda, Canada, and United States. And um, I like my clients for the Instagram takeover, like all over the place. So, and then I have um, my one-on-one coaching clients for dentistry. So like I do like the consulting with them. And then I just, I coach high performers. Like I have some young women in tech. Um, I have some like lawyers, just women that are wanting to like up-level their lives, careers. I help them kind of just like break through limiting beliefs and help get them to like where they want to be in life. So, wow. How did you get involved in that? Because, you know, I love that because that's uh, one of the things that I, one of the reasons I started to do was because I thought there was a huge missing in personal development in dentistry. Mm -hmm. And I got that part of my life through OxyFresh because every meeting it's, it Mm -hmm. was a networking company. It was all toothpaste and mouth rinse, like Tony Stefano. And I, I don't know if he knows Tony Stefano or not, but a lot of people in the States know Tony, right? So we go way, way back when a lot of people that have, you know, excelled from that, but it was always about personal development and leadership. Mm-hmm. And so I noticed that there was nothing really going on. If you don't, it's all CE for clinical. Yeah. And so how did you get your start in, in love for personal development? Because that's really what you're coaching on. Yeah. I honestly don't know. I just started picking up personal development books. Like when I was young, like 18 years old, I remember writing my first vision. Um, I was very intentional. Actually, when I was 10, I told my dad that I had the goals I made a vision board. I don't know where I learned that. I honestly don't. I made a vision board. I was like, I'm moving to California. I'm going to train dolphins. I'm going to drive a green Volkswagen Beetle and I'm going to have a miniature dash end. And I was 10 and I started like a jar of savings. And he's like, what, like, who are you? And I was like, I'm wow. moving somewhere warm. Cause I don't like the cold. And I was 10. So from there, I just started like reading a lot of personal development books. Like I remember like being young, reading like the seven habits of highly effective people Um, like the Dale Carnegie series, I started getting into Harvard business review books and it just like, really, that's like where I went. And then I got into fitness. So I became a personal trainer. I got my nutrition certification. I got my yoga instruction. And then when I decided to quit my job as a dental assistant and go back, I was like, I'm going to go back to school for HR. I feel like I've hit kind of my ceiling. Um, my boss was like, no, we want to keep you. We'll double your salary and put you back into school to be our manager. So they sent me to university of Toronto 
to become a dental practice manager. And then from there, I started taking coaching courses. Um, I've just always been a learner, like always into personal development. Um, and then finally, I got my own dental coach as a manager. They hired a, a coach for the practice. She was amazing. Robin Ramirez. Um, okay. I know, I know the name. Yes. Yeah, amazing. She just like transformed me. And I was like, I want to learn this magical world of coaching. So I went and got my IPEC certification and became um, a professional coach through the ICF. And from there, I just like, I just started helping people. I was always coaching specifically with women. Like, I feel like there's this huge barrier of like confidence, limiting beliefs, imposter syndrome in like highly educated, highly capable women. And I was like, it's so unfortunate. Like if, if you could just overcome that confidence and overcome those barriers, like you're, you're unstoppable. And so it became kind of a passion of mine. And I, I volunteered at a group of, we called them dream girls, like young women that didn't come from the best backgrounds. And I started coaching them and um, it just evolved from there. And so as a dental office manager, I was coaching other managers that I met at ADOM. And then I was like, I just need to start my own business. And it, it just blew up. I started, um, I officially left the practice last July and immediately like I had a full practice and I'm just continuing to grow. So that's that. Are you all by yourself or do you have someone helping you? Are you doing, do you I have three team members now. Okay. I have one full-time team member and then two, um, contracted team members who hopefully like, as we continue to grow, we'll join full-time. Well, that's great that you want them to join full-time. What are their roles? One of them is an administrator. So she does like content creation. She organizes my calendar for me. Um, she keeps me accountable <laughs> to not working too hard. And she does, she's like evolving into being like an Instagram coach. She's really talented with Instagram and content creation. So she's going to start helping coach some of the Instagram clients. Um, and then I have a copywriter who's helping me with like captions, with my marketing strategy. And then I have a marketing operations person who is helping me kind of like develop the marketing agency to be what we want it to be and kind of like get the systems in order to be able to scale without losing any type of quality um, as we grow. That Now, how'd you find those gals or those, those people, I should say? They were all like personal close friends of mine that okay. are just like really talented, um, really incredible people that I was like, let's do this together. That is awesome. It's going to be so much fun. And I, I do think, you know, good people are attracted to good people. So mm -hmm. that's our, our, one of our mantras is number four principle is good dues, find good dues. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. So we do that. I love that. I always like to see how someone found their team members. Cause we just hired new team members. And I feel like, you know, we, we got lucky and mm -hmm. uh, we get along and I would love to just take you know, what we're doing right now and, and, and scale it and grow it and, and yeah. that. So exactly. And Victoria Peterson, actually, I went to one of the um, PDA blue sky summits. And I remember her telling me like, as they grew, she was like, I would never hire somebody unless I could hug them and tell them I love them. And I was like, interesting. Like, she's like, and you might not like say that when you first meet them, but if you can't imagine saying that to somebody that you're hiring, don't hire them because that's not the type of culture that you want to create with your organization. I was like, wow. Okay. Wow. She's amazing. She's, she, she is something I, I so value our friendship as well and her, and her wisdom. And I can totally see her saying that that's, that's beautiful. Oh, how nice that you, so you're growing and learning. Have you taken strength finders by the way? I have. Yes. So do you know what your top five strengths are? I think it was gratitude, optimism, and oh, it was like, you have to go back and look at those. Cause you know, that, that is the focus of do it's living your strengths. Mm. And so you, you said, okay, so your positivity 
you're also a learner. Mm -hmm. Um, I would imagine you're an achiever. Mm -hmm. Um, So you have to go back problem communication, go back and find your Gallup, just go into your, into your email and you'll bring that back and then take a look at your top five and send them to me. I'd love to like maybe have another conversation about that. Yeah, absolutely. because we, that's, that's just something I wanted to bring to dentistry also, because that changed my life and I've taken all that stuff, but in particular, that just gets me up in the morning and I know that I'm using all my strengths mm-hmm. and I know what my calling is and it is to bring all women together through love, really. I mean, it's all about love. And so I love that uh, Victoria said that because that pretty much is very simple, right? But it makes perfect sense. Yeah, it does. It really does. And I think like, in business, like I used to think business was so hard and it was so about like the analytical skills, but I'm realizing more and more that business is about the soft skills. And that's not something that is outwardly taught, but it's inherently like it's a priority in business. And so that's something that I really like find joy in teaching people like relationship building, communication skills, like energy, like how are you taking care of yourself and others? Those are all business skills that I don't think are talked about enough. I, I totally agree. I just started yoga, honestly, a couple of months ago. I've, I've been pure barring for six years mm-hmm. and then when they closed the studio. So I had never taken yoga and I can't believe it's, first of all, so to me, simple <laughs> and so much about knowing your body and yourself mm-hmm. and you have time to reflect. And it, I've got two instructors that I've just, I adore. And I, I'm, that opened up a whole new world of, of actually self-care. I think COVID has, uh, it's been a good time to take that pause and, you know, take a salt bath, breathe in, take a yoga class. Um, sure. And just like, calls. it kind of, I feel like for me, COVID, I used to think like, oh, my job is the reason why I work so many hours. Like it's because of my job. But then when we, my whole practice got laid off and I was launching my business, I was like, oh, it's actually my habits. Like I, that's actually me. It's not my boss. It's me who is like such a driver. And so that was a really big eye opener for me of like, okay, Like, you know, all this self-development stuff, but you have to practice what you preach and make sure that you're taking care of yourself first and foremost. And you know what? That is the toughest part of being an entrepreneur. And I especially, I especially think so for women, because, you know, we, we do manage so many things and it's, it's very easy to become a workaholic. And then at the end of the day, up, didn't work out again today. Okay. Start tomorrow. And I love that you got somebody that's holding you accountable for as we, and I, I believe that we have to walk the walk. If we're, mm-hmm. you know, I, I really try to do that with do the do model is just walk that walk of, you know, following the principles and, and you can't take care of anybody else if you're not taking care of yourself. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I think like sometimes we're like, oh, but we have to do all these things. But like, I really believe that your personal net worth is attached to like your personal, like self-care. Like if you're energized, if you're like operating at your highest level, that's how you become a high earner. It's not because you destroy yourself and get there. Yeah. And that puts it in front of the other stuff then, doesn't it? Okay. So I, I, I feel from my generation, a lot of times the self-care has come on the back end of the day and what I'm doing. And um, the meditation's not so hard for me. I do enjoy, you know, um, my prayer time and things like that, but the exercise especially because that's on my own now and mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily paying for it as much as I was like pure bar. So I have to manage that, but I'm, I'm really going to try to continue that. You've inspired me today to continue that um, journey of, of, you know, putting myself first so I can care for others. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I find when I'm coaching um, women, especially like of your generation, they feel like it's selfish to yeah. take care of 
themselves. And I, I said, it's selfish not to, because then you're not showing up for other people in the best way that you can, or other people have to care for you because you haven't taken care of yourself. And it really is though, because women, especially like they're, they care for others so much that it's hard to shift that balance. It's not selfish. It's just, it's, it's helping you help others more. Yeah. So that's a total mind shift, right? I mm-hmm. mean, it, exactly. it really is. And it, and it is funny because no one's ever said to me, don't work out. My husband's wonderful. He's like, oh, you're going okay, great. Good. You know, never, but me, I'm like, I, I have to talk myself into it sometimes. It's so interesting. And I know that our kids are so into making sure we're taking care of ourselves now because Joe, our youngest has two granddaughters. We have two grand, he has two little girls and he really wants us to live to be a hundred. So yeah. we can, you know, be Grammy and grandpa exactly. for those, those girls and the, and our other two children, you know, want to start their family. So we have to take care of ourselves for bigger. It's always bigger than, than us. It's right. Everything that we do is, is, um, is bigger than us, but we have to consider, you know, love yourself first. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly how we are with my parents. My, um, my little brother, he's getting his PhD in prevention of Alzheimer's. And so he's like, oh, like, it's amazing what he's working on. And he has like figured out like through testing and through all of these things, um, over the last like eight years of how to prevent Alzheimer's. And it comes down to like diet and nutrition, sorry, diet and exercise, diet and exercise and minimizing stress. And, um, so he always comes home to my parents and he's like, what are you eating? How are you exercising? Like maintain your muscle mass. Like he has all these strategies. <laughs> and so like, we had like an intervention with my dad this year because he's like relatively fit, but not really. We're like, dad, yeah. we're paying for a nutritionist for you. We're paying for a personal trainer. Like we need you around because you're grandpa now and we, we want to keep you here. So, oh, that sounds so much like our kids and like only Tom and I are like, oh God, we're pe- when did it change that we're, we're the kids and they're the parents. That's what we were. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. That's, that's really cool. Um, what kind of nutrition are you, we got to go in a little bit here, but what kind of nutrition are you into? Like, do you have a certain set diet or like, are you a vegan or vegetarian? What is, what's that look like? I typically eat, um, like 99, I would say, 98% plant-based. And then I allow myself to have some meat when it's a special occasion or if it's fun, but I just, I try to really stick to plant-based um, food. And then I just do some intermittent fasting um, periodically. Um, but I really believe in kind of the proponent of like eat to your macros. So everyone has like a caloric, like nutrition that they need. And so we just have to make sure that we're like maintaining it or under it to not gain weight. Um, and so just like knowing how much your body needs to like maintain a healthy body weight and then just get the nutrition that you need through a mostly plant-based diet. Okay. Do you like to cook? Not really. Okay. <laughs> My fiance cooks all the time. Like he cooks so much for us. And then I have just like over the years developed like very simple strategies that they just like maintain my health. And then when I get really busy, we have a vegan, a friend who's a vegan chef. And so we'll just order meals from him and he'll bring them. We'll put them in our freezer and we'll just make sure that we have the healthy meals available for us. That's so great. That's wonderful. I know it's, it's so neat to see the men coming in this generation, especially because our boys are the same way. They're the cooks. They love yeah. cooking and they um, have taken it over. It seems like where it used yeah. to be, you know, if mom is not in the kitchen, nobody's eating dinner. Exactly. Right? So uh, I love that. I, I think that is another great thing about the next generation coming in. I, there's so many things I love about it, but that, that is one that more shared responsibilities and, and mm-hmm. not only responsibility, but love for that kind mm-hmm. of nurturing because cooking is, is nurturing and putting a beautiful new meal on the table is it's delicious. I'm, you know, exactly. oh man, I'm going to be using that for the rest of the day. I love uh, that for sure. So 
That's good. I'm so glad to know you. Oh my gosh. This is such a gift. I was so excited for this all week. I was like, I can't wait. We get to connect. You're so sweet. You're so sweet. Makes my day. Um, Is there anything else that, you know, you you want to chat about or anything else that's on top of mind? I guess I would just love to know, like just every way I can be a part of do like send me all the options, all the ways I can like be a part of the group. And I will, I want to be a big part of what you're doing. I think it's really important and I think it's really exciting. So, okay. Well, that makes me happy. I will, um, well, you're going to get, once you join again, you'll be asked to go to the do crew website, Facebook page. This is a community of women that are for each other about each other. And what did I used to say? That was another thing I haven't used for a while. And I need to talk to the girls, tell the girls this about the lexicon. I always say we're fab. We're for you, about you, and by you. That's do. That's the do thing. You're so mature and ahead of yourself. So at your age, it's a beautiful thing to see. I can't wait to see, you know, there's, the sky is truly (laughs) the limit for you, but there's so many, when I first started this again, I, I wanted to like take the you know, I'm at the end of my career, not the end of my career. Well, I am, I just retired. So I just retired clinical hygiene after 46 years. So I want to take the young hands and pull them up. Right. And then the, you guys, we need to just like go like this and then, you know, and, and they, you know, we never retire. So we'll be in there mentoring and, and you're mentoring me right now. So, you know, it's, it goes both ways. There is no age limit on who's the mentor or who's the mentee. That's the way I look at it. Thank you for listening to the just do it podcast hosted by Ann Duffy. To learn more about dental entrepreneur women, to share your story, or to join the movement, please visit our website, do.life. That is D-E-W dot life. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app to make sure you don't miss an episode. And in the meantime, keep doing you.